0: And Welcome back to Behind the Chainsaws. I'm your host, Caleb, here with my fellow host, Gabe. Yet again. And our special guest, Johnny, for the third, third time, time in a row. <laughs> I'm back, boys.
1: <laughs> he just couldn't stay away from Alfred.
0: We we let you out of the basement again, again just to hear the conclusion Maybe. of Alfred Bagger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did switch. you like
1: the goldfish? I gave you the goldfish. Thank you. They were very good. Maybe next time I'll get them like a Chips Ahoy cookie.
0: Yeah. That'd very, be awesome. <laughs> I don't like Chips Ahoy. Really? Yeah.
1: What are what's your cookie then? Not mm. the vanilla wafers, but the I like vanilla wafers. I will wafers. say some strawberry newtons are pretty good. Oh yes.
0: Fig newtons are
1: the Not bomb. not the fig ones. They're they're not bad, but I mean, the strawberry yeah. newtons. Uh, those are good, yeah. Those ones are really good for some reason. I don't know why. You ever had the strawberry? Maybe we'll give you a strawberry fig noodle, mm. a strawberry and Johnny. Yay. <laughs> no, I
2: was, I've never had one of those, but it sounds
0: good. Okay. Mm. All, All right. So um shout out to
1: Oh, that's right. As usual.
0: Our uh, we want. Our people.
1: So. Our our liquid here. death. Please sponsor us. And cracker open. Have a good delicious.
0: I'm disappointed. (laughs) I'm so disappointed.
1: As we say before, the ASMR portion.
0: That was good. Also, shout out (laughs) to another sponsor. We may try and get boulder chips. I have a bag of boulder chips with me. I
1: don't know why you... Well, I mean, fine, fine. I suggested Liquid Death originally.
0: That is true.
1: But, all right,
0: fine. For all of you who are not here... The smell is amazing right now.
1: Someone's just going to be like, I hate the sound of people (laughs) opening up cans, sipping it loudly, and then crunching chips.
0: Honestly, probably.
1: Quite possibly. So anyway. Either way. Welcome back. I think I should turn these up a little bit. Turning. Up. Up we were very quiet.
0: Good. Very oh quiet. my goodness. Hello.
1: That's Hi. a bit more.
0: Hello. Hello. Okay. Um, all right. Uh I should
1: probably just lean into my mic a bit more.
0: Alfred Backer part three. Yeah, the part longest
1: three. thing. I thought Alcatraz having two parts was kinda tough. No, no. He's take Caleb's taking the cake with Packer.
0: Yeah. It's a long story. So anyway. Moving on from where we left off last week, episode... What is this, 14 now? So,
1: um, I think. I think it's 14. Okay. I could be wrong. I think it's 14. Yeah,
0: so last episode, um, we talked about confessions. He had given one. Actually, no, he'd given two. The first written confession, and then the first confession mm-hmm. that he gave just out of fear.
1: Mm-hmm. And if this doesn't make sense to you, you have to listen to the first. all three episodes. Yeah.
0: So anyways, moving on to the discovery of the bodies. Mm-hmm. So um, August rolled around and the site of the incident was happened upon by a John A. Randolph. Uh, he was a illustrator for Harper's Weekly Magazine. He discovered the five bodies at the foot of Slum Gollum Pass, two miles southeast of Lake City, Colorado. That is where I was staying when I watched the movie Packer. Mm. So pretty cool. All right. Um. So cool little thing is... Uh, they were found um, in a pine-shaded gulch um, that was above Lake Fork, also known now as Dead Man's Gulch. Uh, this matched the exact description where Packer had originally claimed that Bell had met his inn. The men would have been well within hiking distance of the nearby city Had they descended the Lake Fork instead of traversing up, if they had gone down, they would have survived.
1: Mm -hmm. So Packard extra bad. Well, I should lean in. Packard extra bad.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, The snow that had been covering the bodies and campsite had melted Um, for about four months. this, This allowed Randolph to discover said bodies. Being an illustrator for the magazine. Wait, so you said bodies? Was this all five of the other members? All five. So he killed
1: them all in one. Yes.
0: Ah. So this is where Ah. this is where things start getting interesting. So Harper, who you know, um, or not Harper? I'm sorry, Randolph, who worked for Harper's Weekly, was an illustrator, like I said so he was good at drawing images hmm. so here is an image that he drew for those of you who cannot see uh, you can look it up on the internet but it's the top image that is what he drew when he discovered the body
1: it is wow it is um what is it like three people laying down just in their skeletons
0: yes I they had three
1: people well, there's actually five
0: they had flesh on them, and there's actually a couple parts of the body missing. You can tell yeah, one of them has no head. One of them doesn't have a leg, mm-hmm. and one of them does not have any rib cage. So um, anyway, the local coroner and law enforcement set out for the site, along with about 20 volunteers, and found the body of all five men... In various states of decom- decomposition, having been left to I the elements. I
1: think that's decomposition.
0: Decomposition. What did I say?
1: Decomposition. Right?
0: Decompen. We know what you meant.
1: Yeah. We know what you meant, but you just yeah. pronounced decom- it Yeah. Uh,
0: I can't talk. I tonight. know
1: words are hard. Words yeah. are hard.
0: Anyway, um, the bodies had been decomposing for four months before they were found um the first people to the site noted that it appeared that extreme violence had befallen the men it was putrid with the smell of death frank frank miller's head was missing entirely from the campsite content warning by the way yeah okay good to know now yeah (laughs) frank miller's head was completely missing from the campsite nowhere to be found his and Israel Swan's corpses had been considerably worked upon by scavengers and were little more than scattered bone. Israel's skull had been um, had a jagged chunk missing out of it and was presumed that Miller's head had been carried away by an animal.
1: Johnny's choking on his chips. You okay?
2: Sorry, I'm okay. We're all good. Did you have something to add? <laughs> No, no.
1: No, just Ter- choking carefully. on boulder chips. He's that boulder chips is trying to take the place of liquid death. It's just, Apparently.
0: It's okay. Anyway, continue moving continue. back. Um. The bodies of George Noon and James Humphrey were largely largely flayed from the torso, um, as well as. Their legs being skinned Um But did have Their faces intact With their beards They still had facial hair
1: Well hair doesn't really decompose
0: Yeah Um but Uh some of the other bodies had been Um Flayed The face Um like with uh Humphrey's face, for example, had been slightly more worked on and decayed than Noon's.
1: So pretty graphic.
0: Yes. Um, They had received blows to the head, the shape indicating perhaps a hatchet that had brought these men down. Um, They had broken bones. Uh, Shannon Bell lay with a, uh, his legs splayed and his arms uh, crudely cut to the bone uh, leading down and his arms and legs were flayed um, his remaining corpse was a putrid mass of just flesh bone mm. pretty gross Um the lack of noticeable decay in his face suggested that he had been the last to die. The top of Bell's skull had been ripped open, <clears throat> and his brains were laying on the ground beneath him. Ooh. Yeah, this, this is definitely wow. a content warning.
1: I already yeah, said this that. Yeah, you did. Well, yeah. um, I think every episode we have is E for explicit, yep. not E for everyone. We determined exactly. that some time ago.
0: The three men whose bodies were still intact or partially intact had flesh and muscle um, from choice parts of the body missing. Um, No attempt had been made to consume bone marrow or any of the organs. Hmm. The state of the bodies immediately contradicted Packer's version of events. Number one. All of them. Yeah. Number one. one, I could have played the (laughs) music. They were all in one spot, uh, not scattered across the entire mountain range, like Packer had said. Mm -hmm. If you remember, he had said they hiked for like four days. One of them died. They hiked for another four days. Yeah. Which means that that was, you know, that was pretty bad yeah um, both Humphrey and Noon had large portion portions of remaining flesh mus- muscles exhort organs etc that could have been consumed long before Bell succumbed to madness of hunger and attempted to murder quotations Packer um, as Packer had claimed he tried to do um, so. Any thoughts so far?
1: No, just keep going. This is interesting. Well,
0: so one observation
2: I guess that I would make is like, I do find it unlikely that he would have been able to kill all five men by himself. You know, like, so if he decided he was hungry and turned on one of them. Let's the other say, ones
1: would get... I didn't think Got of that. one of
2: them with a hatchet. Yeah, there was four guys. You know, he just killed yep, one what? of them with a hatchet. There's no way he could have gotten mm. all five of them with a hatchet by himself. Good point. I think they would have turned on him, right? So something mm. something interesting must have gone down in this. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, we
1: probably don't know because Packer never gave us the I actual doubt, story. I doubt he ever did.
0: Um, <laughs> <clears throat> bless you. Thank you. So man. anyways... Um, it's presumed that, um, so the theory at the time was that Packer killed the men before supplies ran out to rob them of their possessions, got snowed in, and then lived in a makeshift shelter for a couple of months, walking to his slain companions and slicing meat off as needed. Um. So, moving on. (coughs) Months had passed with no definitive evidence of a crime being committed. Uh, No bodies discovered and no charges. This was before, you know, they found everything. Um, Once they brought back the evidence of like all the bodies, so on and so forth, uh, the generally accepted theory at the time was that Packer had attached himself to the party under highly overstated qualifications of being a excellent mountain guide. Well, yeah, we determined that a though <laughs> Yeah, familiar with the area in order to accompany the men to Breckenridge. And then had he had planned... Uh, he had... And had at best led his party to miserable deaths due to gross incompetence. Uh, it was nearly a crime itself, but no, no one wanted to, uh, try him for that because there were no bodies. Um, then the bodies were discovered. Mm -hmm. Uh, the cannibalism aspect of his charges, although shocking was not necessarily, um, an issue of his guilt people at that time were well acquainted with the story of the ill-fated Donner party.
1: Yes. We got to do that one day.
0: Yes. Who had resorted to cannibalism um, during their trip, which ended very badly. So cannibalism was not then or now illegal per se. In the United States, unless one committed murder in order to obtain the fe- flesh that was to be consumed. Uh, so so you
1: know. essentially you could commit murder and eat someone if it was for one's survival? Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, no, not murder them per se. Okay. So uh, let them die. If they died and you ate them to survive. It is not a crime. Interesting. What
1: if what if someone... Well, they, that has to be a law against that. Like, someone dies, and then you just cut them up. There has to be a law.
2: I mean, if there's no good reason for it, yeah, it seems like there probably is. But if it's for survival, I see that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: I mean, it, it does. It's... It, it at least makes sense. So <laughs> yeah, if... okay.
2: So, if you need to survive, you can cut up a corpse. True. Um, Good to know, but don't do it otherwise. Mm-hmm.
1: Indeed, we just need a cookbook now. We need to that. Maybe we could do that. We could add. <laughs> we just no 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 no. I I know you think I'm like what the hell? Are are you thinking? But we just we get reports. We do a couple a bit of research on people who have eaten people. And we figure out... Because a lot of them have said, it's like, oh, this part was really good or this part was really bad or I fried this part or I steamed this part.
2: Oh my goodness, this is so messed up.
1: I know at least... Um, just add salt. Well, just, <laughs> well there's wow. this guy. There's this guy who said the breast tasted really good. There right. was another story. I forget the guy. But he said essentially everything that was higher up on the body was good. Everything that was lower tasted terribly hmm. and then of course there's jeffrey dahmer
2: yeah he ate like all kinds of stuff didn't
1: so he? and there's and there's more cannibals than this so we'd have we'd really could try to figure out who is or what areas are delicious just saying
0: yeah yeah i mean we could for sure um
1: But go on, go on. I'm just saying a little little side (laughs) tangent, but I'm just I'm just saying. We could make the cookbook. Because everyone jokes like, oh yes, if Jeffrey Dahmer wrote a cookbook, we could make Jeffrey Dahmer's cookbook. Just saying.
2: Yeah, and then get like, I don't know, imprisoned or something. Uh,
1: We'll put it on we'll put it behind a paywall. Yeah, you, you subscribe to our Patreon, you can have our cookbook. Yeah, and here's the thing: it's it's not. It, we just assembled it. It's not our recipes; it's someone else's. We didn't try any. We could them.
0: throw a couple of
1: our recipes in there, though. We could, we could, yeah, we could throw a <laughs> couple of vegan recipes in.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go to balance out the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, wouldn't you're... vegan options for humans just be like hair? No, because humans are technically well, he, animals. We,
1: technically also, the stomach can't digest hair. Oh. theres <laughs> Is there some sort... I know, it's strange.
2: Huh. Does that I've mean all the hairs shows? you've eaten in your food are like still floating around in your system now? It,
1: it gets, it's like gum to an extent. It gets processed through your system because I remember there was a um, medical drama I was watching once and one of the guys was eating his hair and it had come and it had formed a gigantic clump in his stomach. Wow, that's nasty. Because it didn't, mm. it didn't move through his system.
2: Is that why cats have hairballs?
1: Yes. Oh, huh. because the stomach doesn't digest the hair.
2: Wow, interesting.
0: Fancy.
1: Mm-hmm. But with that, <coughs> back ruining to everyone's Packer. appetites by by first making them by ta- telling them about human and then ruining it by hair.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, moving on. Packer was spared from death. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. So, really? Uh, I yes. would have thought
1: he would, especially, when was this, 18-something? Because I would have thought that he's a prime <clears throat> candidate for being hung. Yeah, at what point in time would this have been? 18-something or other? 1883. He's a prime candidate to be hung. Oh I'm yeah. Just saying. Oh yeah. yeah. No.
0: So Packer was spared the death penalty when his lawyers discovered that the murder status on the books for 1874 had been repealed and replaced with a saving clause, which spared him from being tried for murder on a technicality.
1: Hmm. All right. So fair he, enough. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: What? How does that I still work?
1: think it's wrong, but fair enough.
0: Oh, I agree. And and so anyway. Um another trial. So here we go. Uh at the time uh so this is the second hearing, like the second trial.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um local hunters and officials made statements that although the winter of 1874 was one of the worst
1: the the winter, not the winter, cuz I heard the winter. The winter. Yeah, the winter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm although like the, the winter of 18 it's like What is he? Oh, he means the winter.
0: (laughs) Uh, Although the winter of 1874 was one of the worst they had encountered for quite some time, the area of the San Juans where Packer and his party were camped was still plenty active with large wild game such as deer, antelope, as well as, or deer, antelope, and elk, as well as smaller game, rabbits, so on, etc. So there was other food there because hunters, trappers, and local officials, you know, were also there to, you know. Um, there was even a report that a carcass of a deer was found near Packers campsite. Uh, this significantly damaged Packers claims that the area was vacant of all wildlife and that the men had to resort to cannibalism due to there being no food um so further emphasis was placed on the fact that packer's choice to hike through the san juan mountains during the middle of winter where snow depths can exceed more than six feet in a single downfall coupled with blistering winds and freezing temperatures was practically suicidal um, the chief white man's a friend.
1: Oh yeah, Ugr. Yeah, I still wanted him to be eaten. Yeah,
0: he had <laughs> he had given them a safe route to follow, um, that was next to a water source mm-hmm. that uh, yielded fresh fish during the winter, um, and it kept them on course to where they were headed. But of course, Packer didn't yeah, talk want of to. talk
1: about. Genius, just pure and utter genius.
0: Yes. Um, so this is the second, or is this the sec- No, this is the third confession mm-hmm. now. Um, <clears throat> Packer's version of the events that took place at the campsite remained relatively the same um, in his third version of the story. Um uh, Packer did make a request that he be charged uh, forty years in prison uh, only for the death of Shannon Bell. He again said the only person he killed was Shannon Bell hmm. when he charged okay. him with a rifle. Okay. Um, the other deaths were just beyond his control. Which the, so these are his words. Um the other deaths were beyond my control. Um his request was denied. He was sent to serve out his sentence at the Canyon City Penitentiary. Um <coughs> So um Packer, Packer filed a couple of appeals to appeal his case uh five separate occasions, uh each one <laughs> denied. Um Wonder why. Uh, he even sent letters to a newspaper stating he had been unjustly convicted by an unfair and unsymp- unsympathetic judicial system um, and that the arrogant judge and the small minded people of the jury were wrong. On June 19, 1899, Packer's sentence was officially upheld by the Colorado Supreme Court. Uh, He was, but nonetheless, he was paroled on February 8th, 1901. So, you know, good, good for him, I guess. Um, Let's see, keep moving down, keep moving down. (laughs) After his parole packer went to work as a guard at the Denver Post, And later as a ranch hand, his employment at the Denver Post came about, many believe, as a direct result of um, the owner of the Denver Post or one of the head people there was key in getting him released. Okay. So he got a job after he got released at the Denver Post.
1: Packer's death. Let's...
0: Moving on. I'm
1: surprised he got it because he still had epilepsy and everything. Yes. So. Yeah. It seemed, just saying, a little strange. little strange.
0: Yeah. A little bit. Um, so, Alfred Packer died on April 23, 1907. At the age of 65 in Deer Creek in Jefferson County, Colorado. The cause of his death was cited as dementia really Hmm. yeah although he
1: was telling the truth he just forgot (laughs) yeah although the
0: clinical cause of death had been described as a stroke
1: okay well Um, he has epilepsy so yeah that's that's not surprising in the slightest
0: packer is also widely rumored to have been become a vegan (laughs) after or before his death um, and was reported by those who knew him as a man rich with stories and well liked by children. He lived modestly he lied
1: about the stories he made him up exactly. <laughs> he lived modestly
0: it. and reported and was reported to be a very kind and charitable man, <laughs> except to the people. It's ex- he'd
1: yeah, live. it's. Earlier in the story, he was known to, like, take rations, steal, lie continuously. Now it's like he's just—this is literally the example of, you know, like, once you die, you become the best person in the world. I'm sorry, but has anyone ever been to a funeral where it's like, oh yes, this person, like they were a bully, they were this and that, and it's like, oh, well they died, they were the most friendly, most charitable, most loving person that you've ever known. That's true. I'm just saying, I, I, it's not that I'm teabagging the dead, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, whenever someone dies, they somehow become the most beautiful, most best person in the world despite being a, I, s- a dirt bag just saying yeah there's very few exceptions to that rule
0: anytime someone dies in call of duty <laughs> i'm
1: like yeah that's what you get no no man. i'm i'm yeah. saying in real life <laughs> just tea bag right <laughs> mm-hmm. there
0: um no uh-huh. but in real life even even uh, what's his name who is the nazi we covered Oh. Chanel. Chanel.
1: Well, here's the thing. With,
0: she was loved.
1: She, well, she still is. Well, the thing with the difference between uh, Chanel and when she died is, she did exceptionally good work at covering her tracks. And mm. then after she died, more of it still, came, more of it came to light. But she's still a highly influential figure. Oh yeah. Because I mean, if anyone that remembers that story. She had a lot of ups and downs because she did a lot of great things and a lot of, well, I don't only really say she did a lot of great things, but a lot of inspirational items, like how she just worked her way out of poverty. Granted, she clawed her way to the top, but yeah, she did, you know, go from an orphanage to a very wealthy woman.
0: Yeah, so. true, true. Um. Anyway, finishing up. Uh, this is. A hundred and fifteen years after Packer consumed his companions, um, a, a um, they dug up the five bodies. Uh, this task was taken by James E. Stars, a uh, a professor of law um, in forensic science at George Washington University. Oh, the men's remains were located at the end of a regi- residential driveway of a home belonging to a local surgeon. Um, they they were buried. Um, Star and his colleagues uh, dug up the bodies to find out what really happened. This is a quote. Um, I don't think there will ever be any way to scientifically demonstrate cannibalism. Cannibalism per se, is the ingestion of human flesh. So you have yeah, to yeah, have a picture. <laughs> you have to have a picture of the guy actually eating. Packer never denied cannibalism, so this is not what the men's main intent for their investigation. Um, the main intent was to find out if Packer had indeed murdered his comrades. Um, X. Ex- how do you,
1: uh, um, words
0: exhumation? Is that how you
1: say that? Is it exe?
0: Uh, when you bring a dead body out of the ground, exhume. Um, when they exhumed the skeletal remains, uh, the bodies showed signs of what appeared to be blunt force trauma to the skull of two of the men with no other noteworthy dis- noteworthy disturbances to their skeletal remains aside from those made from their butchering all skulls had damages varying ex- with varying extents of damage um let's see Suggest uh, So this suggested that their heads were possibly covered with a blanket at the time of their deaths. Uh, the three other skeletons showed defensive signs of hacking marks across their arms, um, Shannon Bell being one, which one could subs- sustain whilst shielding his face and body from an attack. Although Packer claimed that Bell had murdered the others with ha- hatchet blows to the head in his second version of the story he never claimed that he had to fight off bell with a hatchet in any rendition in one of the versions of his story bell had charged at packer with swan's rifle and packer shot him in packer's second official version of the story he claimed he finished off bell with a hatchet blow to the head But that was the extent of his claims in regards to the hatchet. All five skeletons had numerous different postmortem injuries to them, including uh, depressed fractures, butterfly fractures, butchering marks and hacking marks, um, which seems to um, contradict Paxter's claim of minimal cannibalism Hmm. to a skeleton's front. Two skeletons aside from that of Shannon Bell were found to have cylindrical puncture wounds in the pelvic bone, bone, which has led some to question if all three men are the result of scavenging marks of a bear or even possibly bullet wounds. No definitive conclusions to these theories have been made. Um, this discovery suggests a scenario in which two of the men were bludgeoned in their sleep by Packer. The three remaining men awoke and Packer shot them in the hips to incapacitate them. Um, they then attempted to fight off Packer who was wielding a hatchet and he killed them with blows to the head. He then butchered the men and used their flesh to survive in his snowbound state during his journey. The different states of decomposition of the bodies does contradict this theory though because it would have meant that all the bodies would have decayed at the same rate so it seems unlikely that packer had shot 3 of the 5 men in the hip which is not by itself an outright kill shot unless it was you know it hit like an artery or mm-hmm. something a major um, organ yeah So in 1994, David P. Bailey, curator of the history at the Museum of Western Colorado, undertook an investigation to turn up more conclusive result than stars did with respect to Packers claims to have shot Bell. Um, Exhaustive investigation into the pistol's background because they did find the Colt revolver that was reportedly found with Packer, um, turned up document from the time of the trial. Um, and they didn't really get anything. Uh, here's a quote. A Civil War veteran that had visited in the crime scene stated that Shannon Bell had been shot twice and the other victims were killed with a hatchet. Upon careful study of Bell, he noticed that several bullet wounds to the pelvic area and that Bell's wallet had a bullet hole through it. So this does seem to collaborate with Packer's claim that Bell had killed the other victims and that Packer shot Bell in self-defense. By 2000, Bailey had not yet proven a link between the antique pistol and Alfred Packer, but he discovered that forensic samples from the 19, or 1989 uh, bodies when they dug them up had been archived. Um and lead fragments in the soil taken from under Shannon Bell's remains were then matched to the gun. Um, this leaves a lot of questions about whether or not Packer was telling the truth about shooting Bell in self-defense and if Bell had killed his companions or if Packer had killed everybody and shot Bell because he had woken, and that brings us to the conclusion of Alfred Packer.
1: You mean the the end, not the conclusion, or the end? Yeah, okay. conclusion is the end. Oh, is it? because I thought that was more of a I conclude that this is what happened.
0: Conclusion also means like the end of the
1: story. Okay. Listen, it's been a long day. I'm Um, tired. Just a quick... It's interesting, and it's kind of making my mind go, but I'm also kind of tired, so it's like, three parts, could it just be... So,
0: (laughs) um, I'm just going to shout out to some movies, if you ever want to watch them, about Alfred Packer. Um Trey Parker and Matt Stone, co-creators of South Park, made a musical comedy film called Cannibal, I the musical, <laughs> about I, I Alfred really, Packer. I
1: really want to see this now. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: Um,
1: well, it's from the creators of South Park. It's got to have something good in it.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. true. Also, uh, there's another one called Alfred Packer, the musical. Hmm? I feel like this is a slap in the face to everyone that died. Well, I but mean, it's also okay.
1: it's also how like um, what's that guy's name? Mel Brooks oh. did um. I think it's he had a like a gag. It wasn't an actual movie, but he had like a gag in the movie, and like the gag was springtime for Hitler, and <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> they were just ripping the Nazis. <laughs> I think what was that movie? To be or not to be.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But they had, like, a, a gag in the... Or, no, no, it wasn't to be or not to be. What was that other movie? Because to be was not to be. That's not that's not the right one. I forget the name of it, but they had a gag in it where it's like, yes, we're putting on a performance, springtime for Hitler. <laughs> and I remember, it's, I think it was the guy that played Hitler was really gay.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, also in a couple another other movies you can watch... Um, are the Legend of Alfred Packer, nineteen eighty, that's the year it was made, um, and then the horror film Devoured the Legend of Alfred Packer, made in two thousand
1: five. I also want to add we have two com- we have a comedy, a musical, and then a horror movie.
0: Yeah, plus <laughs> a uh, plus a like a documentary. Mm-hmm. Also, there's another one, the nineteen ninety nine Czech Amer Chech, Check Check. Czech. Czech, Czech. Czech. Czech-American horror movie ravenous, loosely based on the story of Alfred Packer. If I had to guess, the one I watched was probably Devoured, The mm-hmm. Legend of Alfred Packer, hmm. the one I watched when I was a kid mm-hmm. in Salt Lake City.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I went to the trailhead that Packer split off from the river.
1: You were uh-huh. in Salt Lake Oh, when you watched it
0: yes I, I watched the movie and then me and my mother and i think my dad was with us yes he was my dad me and my mother all went to the trailhead where packer led these men to their deaths wow and i didn't really understand like you know what all this was i was like oh this was cool a bunch of trees <laughs> Freaking hiking trail! oh I mean, man, did that movie—that really, that like, is literally the movie. Every did scare museum me. Trip, yeah, I've was...
1: ever been to. That's like every museum trip. It's like, <laughs> look at it, read it. it's Like, okay, I'm looking at it. I don't, I don't really care. Good, let's let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. I want to look at it, and I want to keep walking. Mm.
0: Yes, but anyways, that is the conclusion to the, our three part episode on Alfred
1: Packer. I um. Probably took around an hour and a half altogether. You could have made a yeah. movie just with reading the material.
0: Oh, most likely. And there's even a picture of our favorite gentleman if it Alfred. Alfred Packer. He doesn't look like that bad of a guy.
1: He looks huh? He looks kind of friendly. I hate that look. <laughs> that huge that handlebar mustache that that kind of, that annoying beard that I would not like that guy, that guy. He doesn't know. look, he, well, he doesn't looks look happy. He doesn't look happy. He looks like that uncle that stares and never smiles.
0: True. He doesn't look like someone who would murder you and Fair, eat your true. flesh. That is true. Yeah. I'll
1: give you that much. Yeah. He doesn't look like a crazy killer.
0: Yes, but anyways, with that, thank you for hanging out just, with us for three I, I episodes. I just see,
1: I now just have to see him having a seizure, just <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. sitting there on the floor, just <laughs> so. All well, right.
0: thank you guys for uh, mm-hmm. sticking around for uh, the yeah, conclusion. Of Packer. It was
1: hard. It was very hard. Three it parts. But it was a we good story. We had to let Johnny out of the basement continuously. Do I you, know. Do you have no? Do you have any idea how much of a He's going to expect me to give him like a Chimps Ahoy cookie. <laughs> yeah. He's going to expect goldfish.
0: No, now we just need to put the shock
1: collar back on. Oh, that's like right. force him back down. Oh, the basement. no. <laughs>
0: Not again. <laughs> the hot, Not the bad. hot, the poker. Bad the poker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh,
2: well, I'm glad you let me out of the basement for this one. It was very, very
1: interesting. So. All right. And with that, halftime. And we're back Half time was (laughs) alright Caleb's like I just gotta eat my boulder chips now It's the best Yeah (laughs) Alright Today I'd like to tell you About the disturbing death Of Eliza Lamb Oh So
0: Is this Mary had a little lamb's cousin?
1: No no, no! Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, I'm gonna get right into it. So, to this day, nobody knows exactly how Eliza Lamb died. What we do know is that she was a 21 year old Canadian college student, and she was last seen in the, um, the the Cecil. I think that's how you say it, the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles on January 31st of 2013. So this was. This was a little over 10 years ago at this point. Um, The—well, or I should say, the reason why this is so disturbing is, number one, how she died, Hmm. and number two, how she was acting before she died. So one of the things is that um, there is camera footage of her acting really strange in the hotel, which I'll get into a bit more, but— the infamously chilling hotel surveillance video that captured the bizarre moments right before her disappearance, um, let well let alone the other details that have emerged since, um, have only left with more questions. You, there's never been a solid answer. There's just more and more questions hmm. continuously. Um, so ever since her body was discovered in the hotel's water tank oh my on february 19th uh her dreads her tragic demise has remained surrounded in mystery so you've got a bit of a sneak peek on how this sucker ends but i'll start to tell you the story so um let's see vanishing line. let's start there so on january 20th i should turn up my mic a little hold on Hold on, because I'm quiet. I'm so quiet. bit better. All right, so on January 26th of 2013, um, Eliza Lamb arrived in L.A. She had just come by the Amtrak system, one of the few people that i ever hear of traveling on amtrak her and my grandfather apparently (laughs) so uh she'd come from san diego and was headed to santa cruz as part of her solo trip around the west coast so this trip was supposed to be a getaway from her studies if you remember she was studying at a um The Well, I didn't say the university, but she was a Canadian student studying at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada Hmm. Uh, This is where she was originally from So her family had been Skeptical and not really supported her traveling by herself. However She was determined to go You know have a trip on her own. She just wanted to get out and be alone, and, you know, be independent. Fair enough. So, as a compromise, Lam made sure to check in with her parents daily. Hmm. And, you know, she'd give them the, I'm not dead yet, the trip's going fine, and, you know, everything was going all right. It was all hunky-dory. That was until she didn't call her parents on the 31st. So... And that was also the day she was scheduled to check out of her hotel, the, the Cecil.
0: Hmm.
1: So the Lambs eventually contacted the L.A. police. And the police started to, you know, search the premises because, you know, missing persons report. Right. You have to at least try to find them. And the police soon realized that some of the surveillance footage taken from the cameras at the Cecil Hotel on the... On their website, and this is where things started to get really strange. Because before, you know, it's like, oh, it's a missing persons report. Maybe she forgot to check in, or maybe she did yeah. this, or maybe her phone broke, or, you know, yada, 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 yada. Right. So, although the video footage I can't show you because it'll take too long, and I don't know if it'll load. Hmm. It essentially... um the well, well, here it actually gives me a better description. So, the hotel video showed Eliza Lamb in one of its elevators, or one of the hotel's elevators. So, on the date of her disappearance. And she was acting really strange. So, um, Lamb could be seen stepping into the elevator and pushing all of the floor buttons. Uh, she steps in and out of the elevator. Just kind of like, she'd look in, she'd look out, go back and forth.
0: Huh? I used to do that as a kid.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> is she's, she'd poke her head out sideways um, toward the the hotel's hallway. And she peers out of the elevator another few times before she stepped out of the elevator entirely. So she just acted really strange. And the thing that, that I find the most strange is that the elevator door never shuts. Well... And it's like this, it shuts at the very end, but it's like this couple, this like two or three, four minute long video in the hotel or the, the elevator never, the elevator door never shuts. Like Hmm. she pushes all the buttons. Yeah. And I don't think she's like holding the open and she's just looking around like she's, she's really paranoid Hmm. and then she's checking to see if there's someone over there and then someone over there and she's just it's it's really strange it's it's worth watching huh. I can't show it to you currently but it, it is worth watching interesting so the last minute of the video show lamb standing by the left side of the door moving her hands in random gestures I had forgotten about this which it's like she was chatting with someone like you've seen me explain something I always use hands gestures right. kind it's like what are you doing and you know <laughs> just you know just the hand gestures the Donald Trump like almost yeah so, and she's, she's moving them. She's moving them like Donald Trump moves them. She's really <laughs> moving these suckers. Hmm. Um, however, nobody else was captured on the video except for Lamb. Hmm. Um, so public, the public reaction to the video crossed all the way to Canada and China, where Lamb's originally was from. She was Asian. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know her I don't know what. I think her parents were the immigrants. I don't think they moved as family. I don't know though. I don't know enough. I haven't done enough research on the story. Um, so where? Blah, blah, blah. So the four-minute video of Lamb's Strange Elevator episode had it essentially got tens of millions of views. Wow! And I think this was just a couple days after it was posted. Wow! So now we go into the discovery of her body. Oh. So there is an image, I'll let you see, but this is rescuers trying to remove Eliza Lamb's body from the water tank on the rooftop of the Cecil Hotel. Oh my, wow. And we'll get a bit more into detail on that in just a moment. Uh, let's see, let's see, Down, down. So on February 19th, two weeks after the video was published by the authorities, um, maintenance worker... Um, Santiago Lopez found Eliza Lamb's body floating in one of the hotel water tanks. So Lopez made the discovery after responding to complaints from hotel, hotel guests. Um, and they were all complaining of low water pressure and a weird taste coming from the tap. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. So, according to the statement by the chief of the Los Angeles Fire Department, the tank in which Lambs' body was found had to be drained completely and then cut open from the side to remove her five foot four body. So, uh, nobody knows how Lambs' corpse um, essentially really got there, which I'll go into a bit more. Um, it also says... Um, she was wearing the same clothes as she wore in the surveillance video. Um, what else? And, of course, how, uh, hotel staff, blah, 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 Words, words, words. Uh, so, yada, 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 yada. Okay. So, at this point, she's in the water tank. We don't know how she got into the water tank, and which we'll get more into in a moment. Um, we don't know anything because we don't see her. She's in the same clothes. She was in the surveillance video and that's the only video we've ever seen. Hmm. And somehow she got to the roof. So uh,
2: and this back, is two weeks later.
1: Um, let's see. Cause she went missing a little over two weeks. Not, not quite three. Okay. After the, um, the original disappearance. Um, so, one person did see Lamb soon before her death at a nearby shop. Um, um. So, um, the last. So the owner of the bookstore, um, KT Orphan. Like, not a great last name. Just saying was among the last to see Lamb alive. So Orphan remembered the college student buying books and music for her family back in Vancouver. So it seemed like Lamb had plans to return home, plans to give things to her family members, and to reconnect with them, um, Orphan told the, uh, the CBS LA. So it didn't... It, it It's out of character for her to just end up dead let's put it that way
2: right well most people don't well yeah well i'm just saying it's water tank
1: she wasn't she at least to her report she did not seem suicidal let's put it that way right okay so when the autopsy results for lamb's case came out it only um served to add more questions to the already multiple questions that we currently have so the toxicology report confirmed that Lam had consumed a number of medical drugs. Um, this is likely to be medication for her bipolar disorder, however. Uh, but there were no indications of alcohol or any illegal substances. Hmm. So an incomplete autopsy also continued to fuel wild theories about what had happened to her. So soon after the toxicology report came out, the, um, the amateur sleaze, I forgot that I put that in, so they began poring over any information they could find, so essentially the internet detectives, ah. we love those, kind of us, yeah. we love them. So they were trying to, they were pouring over any information they could find in hopes of, quote, solving the mystery behind her death. Because, you know, I can figure out a mystery from my laptop. Yeah. Do it once a week at least. So, uh, for example, one a summary of Lamb's toxicology report was um, posted online by someone on Reddit with an obvious interest in, medic- in medicine what did i do did you i'm gonna start kicking you under the table i'm gonna start <laughs> kicking all of you i'm just gonna it's, it's like what are they doing i'm just gonna hit them over well i am no. i'm gonna kick their shins i'm gonna Sorry. kick them in the shins really hard uh <clears throat> so the breakdown point out three key observations number one lamb took at least one antidepressant that day uh, number two, Lamb had taken her second antidepressant and mood st- and mood stabilizer recently, but not that day. And three, Lamb had not taken her antipsychotic um, recently. So these conclus these conclusions suggested that Lamb, who had been um, diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression, may have not been taking her medications properly. Hmm. So it is an important finding to note to, it is an important finding to note that the use of antidepressants to treat bipolar disorder can risk inducing, quote, manic side effects, Hmm. um, if done without caution. So um, some people understandably latched onto this detail and subjected, and suggested it was a likely explanation for, it was a likely explanation behind Lamb's elevator video, which was really, you know, just a baseball through the window. It just threw everything off, hmm. cracked up every theory. It was no longer crystal clear. Um, so hotel manager Amy Price's statement to the court strongly um, supported this theory that she hadn't been properly taking her medications um so she said during lamb's stay at the cecil hotel um price said that lamb was originally booked in a um a hostel style shared room with others so which is you know or you share a room with random people why you do that i don't know I can't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it's
2: like a European thing. I don't
1: know. Uh-huh. Well, this is in L.A. Yeah,
2: I'm surprised they do that
1: there. That's mm. I'm just saying, it's really strange. But however, complaints of her, quote, odd behavior from Lamb's roommates forced Lamb to be moved to a private room. Uh. So, but even if Lamb had been suffering from mental health issues, uh, how did she end up dead? And furthermore, how did she end up in the water tank? Yeah. So now we're getting more into the the water. I think we're about to get into the water tank a bit more. So uh, the autopsy did not show any foul play from what evidence they had. However, the coroner's office noted that they were unable to do a full examination because they could not examine the blood from Lamb's decomposing body. Hmm. So... um, So... No one really knows who's responsible for the death. However, um, David and Yina Lamb, the parents of Elijah, uh, filed a wrongful death suit against the Cecil Hotel several months after their daughter's death was uncovered. The Lamb's um, attorney said that the hotel had a duty to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel that would have presented a risk or danger to Lamb and other hotel guests. Uh, However, the hotel fought back against the lawsuit um, saying the... uh, I lost my place. I lost my place. Um, Saying the hotel had no reason to think that someone would be able to get into their water tanks. So based on court statements from the hotel's maintenance staff, the hotel's argument is not entirely far-fetched. So if you remember the guy who found them, who found Lamb, um, Santiago Lopez, who was the first finder body, um, described in detail how much effort he had to exert. He had to exert just to find her body. Hmm. So Lopez said that he took the elevator to the 15th floor of the hotel before walking up the staircase to the roof. Then he had to first turn off the rooftop alarm and climb up on the platform where the hotel's four water tanks were located. So finally, he had to climb another ladder to get to the top of the main tank. Only after all that did he notice something unusual. So, in a nutshell, Lamb would have had to go to the 15th floor, most likely, I would think, on an elevator, which they do not know, you know, because there's no surveillance footage, at least that we know of. Then she would have had to climb another flight of stairs, disable an alarm, and then climb up on top of the water tank, and then get into the water tank. So, um, uh, what's his name? Lopez continues, I noticed the hatch in the main water tank was open and looked... So he noticed that the water tank was open and he, quote, looked inside and saw an Asian woman lying face-up in the water, approximately 12 inches from the top of the tank. So, Lopez said... Um, Lopez's testimony suggested that it would have been difficult for lamp to make it to the top of the water tank on her own, at least not without anyone noticing. As I said, the alarm, the stairs, the cameras, there's quite a bit of stuff that she could have triggered.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, and do they have some sort of... Uh you know, lock or something on that hatch on the water tank? I mean, surely it's not just like you can lift it up and, you know.
1: Would, well, I mean, I would think. I don't know that for certain.
0: I, so I was watching a uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I'm not going to say it here, but they covered this exact story. Mm-hmm. And they had mentioned that the lid to the water tank was heavy enough to where it was like one of the actual like you have to use all your strength to huh. like. Mm-hmm. And she lift is a, like I forget lid.
1: I forget her exact age, but she is a a college student, right? So. Getting for her to get into it by herself.
2: Yeah. Well, and if do you know how big that you know hatch is? Like, is it the size of a manhole? Or let
1: uh, me keep reading. It might tell yeah. me more. So, the hotel's chief engineer Pedro Tavar also made it clear that it would be difficult for anyone to access the rooftop where the hotel water tanks were. Uh, he said. You couldn't really do that without triggering the alarms. Only hotel employees would be able to deactivate the alarm properly, and if it was triggered, the sound of the, uh, of the alarm would reach the front desk as well as the entire two top floors of the hotel. Um, so the going on, the Los Angeles Supreme Court Judge Howard Holm ruled that the death of Eliza Lamb was, um, quote, unforeseeable because it had happened in an area that guests were not allowed to access, so the lawsuit was dismissed. That was another thing, if you didn't just not forget the alarms. Guests were not supposed to be on the rooftop.
0: Right. Well, period. that's like any hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, some places, if they're done properly, but at least at the, at the Cecil, you do not get on the rooftop. Yeah. Um. So then there's also a bit of you know scary stuff, because the Cecil Hotel has quite a bit of backstory and backlog. So Lamb's mysterious uh, death was not the first to happen at the Cecil. So in fact, the building's um, assorted past had earned it a reputation as one of the most quote, supposedly haunted properties in Los Angeles. So since opening its doors in 1927, I almost said 72, the Cecil Hotel had been plagued by 16 different um, non-natural deaths and unexplained paranormal events. So one of the more famous deaths associated with the hotel was, well, other than Lambs, was the 1947 murder of actress Elizabeth Short. Uh, She was also known as the Black, Dahlia? I haven't heard of her. So, who was reportedly seen drinking at the hotel bar in the days before her death. Uh, The hotel had also hosted some of the country's most notorious killers. Uh, They included, um, in 1985, Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker. Um, He lived on the top floor of the hotel during his Um, killing spree and the story goes that after a murder ramirez would dump his uh his bloody clothes outside the hotel and return to the hotel half naked Mm. Uh, back then the hotel was in such disarray that ramirez's uh nude state barely raised an eyebrow oh my so this is literally like the this is like you see a naked guy going down your motel six hall (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's like they're in such shambles wow why would you want to stay there mm-hmm. goodness so six years later another um another murderer stayed at the hotel um Australian serial killer Jack Un- Jack Unterweger who earned the nickname the Vienna Strangler um That was another one. They don't give me details. So with such a history, one would think that the Cecil Hotel would soon be uh, condemned. Yeah. But actually, the building was recently granted landmark status by the Los Angeles—well, by the city of Los Angeles, excuse me. Yeah, that's Uh, California for you. (laughs) 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 The hotel was given the distinction because of the building's opening back in the 20s. Uh, which is considered the beginning of the lodging industry in the U.S. And, of course, meanwhile, the tragic death of Lamb at the hotel has inspired lots of stories, like um, Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story Hotel. Um, that was just one of them. You know, it's just the hotel remains. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so during a press conference moving on, I should say, cause I kind of ended that on a cliffhanger, but moving on, <laughs> that's, that's me just, it's poorly written. So, uh, during a press conference, uh, for, no, it's not on cliffhanger. Um, Murray, yeah, yeah Mur- Oh no, Murphy stated that the new reason was inspired by a, a surveillance video from Los Angeles um, from the Los Angeles-based hotel that served two years ago. The footage showed a girl in an elevator who was never seen again, an obvious reference to Lamb and her bizarre elevator episode. Um, more recently, a gaming studio came under fire after using, after users of the game, uh, what's that, yik, a postman RPG found undeniable resemblance, in Lamb's case, in the storyline. So in some scenes of the game, main character, yada yada yada, you know? I don't- I don't know. I, that's just mumbo jumbo at this point. <laughs> I want the juicy stuff. Uh, 1962, just, you know, put- play the music. Play the- play music. <laughs> All right, they don't give me any more details. We don't figure out the latch thing you two were both discussing. They just left us on a cliffhanger. They didn't tell us if the, ho- if the water tank was locked. They didn't give us any more details. I do also, it's not in this article, but I do also remember um, another story saying that Lam's parents were really essentially helicopter parents uh. because they didn't call her on the 31st and they also contacted police that same day. So there's also little other juicy details that this left out, and of course the, as Kayla was saying, the, the um the water tank lid. Well, she a uh, lamb shouldn't have been able to lift, shouldn't have been able to lift that lid on her own.
2: Yeah, well, I think it's safe to say it's got
1: to, It's definitely a murder. Uh, well, here's because a hotel employee is what I'm. Yeah, thinking. that's exactly we can't, what I was thinking. That's the thing is we can't find. There were no—we couldn't find drugs in our system.
2: So they don't know the cause of that, We data, couldn't basically. find
1: fingerprints. There, there are so many open ends. Like, well, I mean, we, we have no suspect. No, there's no one that's like, oh, yeah, we see them in this footage, or we have their fingerprints, or we have this, or we have that. We have nothing. Yeah, well, if,
2: you know, a higher...
1: Literally nothing. A higher-up
2: employee of the hotel, like a manager or something, who has access to the cameras, as well as all the codes and, you know, all that stuff, they could get rid of the footage, theoretically, right, or alter
1: it. Well, then how do you convince Lam to go into the body? She had no stab wounds, so she had to be alive while she was put in there. And there were no drugs. Although they couldn't have a full autopsy report, they could not find any drugs Um, other than her prescriptions.
0: So... Right. Well, for was, a guy my size, I could easily because I have seen pictures of her like when she was still was alive. There was no
1: signs of foul play. Well, True. she was she
2: was already mentally altered. Right, we can we yes. can assume yes. that because her uh, you know bipolar well, disorder. And you tell depression. her you're there to
0: help. You lead her up there. You grab her, grab it. So I could probably get someone into that tank without causing bodily harm. Mm-hmm. But so although the opto- the autopsy should have caught if she drowned or not.
1: Mhm. Well that's what it was done is mysterious drowning.
0: Okay, then so there was the cause. Of and that.
1: here's the thing right. to go to your point there was no slamming or any bruising on her body. So for example, okay. before you if if you were pushing her hypothetically, if you were pushing her into a tank chances are you'd smash your head against something while she was going in. It's not like you'd just pick her up and drop her in there. Yeah. And furthermore, I think the report said she was only like a couple inches from...
0: Twelve inches.
1: Yeah, twelve inches from the top of this tank. No. Now, granted, I don't know if the water goes like up and down or how it fluctuates or what, but... I mean, twelve inches from the latch. You woke up. You hype. Say you woke up. Say you were drugged and you woke up. You could pull yourself out.
2: Well, yeah. if, not if you couldn't lift it, though, right? The hatch. Well, it my was thought, open. Yeah, when, it was open. What's his oh, name? Oh, so it was open
0: it. for like two weeks. Yeah, the latch it was, was just open, wide open. But my huh. thought is, here's my thought, and and there's we're not gonna get to the bottom of this. There's no
1: way. I d- I highly doubt it.
0: But I've always thought, what if she was swimming you know wanted to go up there (laughs) she got the alarm thing is what stops that theory
1: well here's even let's say let's give him the benefit of the doubt let's say the alarm system was broken just for that day how did she get up there undo even if there was no lock on the water tank right she is a I think it's a 21 year old a how old was she A 21-year-old college student, and she's not—anyone that's seen pictures of her, she's not, like, a beefy girl. She's she's a 21-year-old college student. How is she going to lift up the panel? I'm not saying that it's—
0: What if it was already lifted up?
1: Although possible, very unlikely. I mean, yeah, true. As as you were saying, you mentioned that there was a lock on—
0: I didn't say a lock. I just said that the... Oh, the, did you not? I did not. But I said that the panel, according to a YouTube channel I watched on mm-hmm. this same story, said that the panel was heavy enough to where it, it took a grown man considerable effort to, mm-hmm. like... Lift it. Oh, and here's the thing. It. She
1: didn't just, like, get in there and then the top close it. She had it wide open. Yeah.
0: Well, all right, so... But lifting yourself... Mm-hmm. Out of something like that can actually be really difficult.
1: Well, true, but that also rolls into my third thing. of Let's say the alarm system is disabled. Let's say the tank is open. She is not on video surveillance footage.
0: Did they have cameras up on top?
1: I don't know if they had cameras up on top, but she would well, have. Well,
0: obviously to take, not. I believe she would have
1: had to take the elevator to the top floor and then have then climbed another flight of stairs now i'm not exactly sure about the layout so maybe they didn't have cameras on the stairs and she after she had the elevator incident she just took the stairs where maybe there were no cameras but here's the thing this we also forget this happened in 2013 so there i mean in 2013 there's cameras everywhere i'm just saying
2: true well, that's why I think it, it's got to be an inside job. Maybe even, you know, collaborate more than, you know, two hotel employees work together. And I bet there's mm-hmm. some sort of drug out there that, you know, if you put someone in water, it can, like, destroy the evidence of that well, or,
0: or something like that. You know? True, but then... I mean, there are untraceable drugs. Then yeah. again, then... I mean, well, yeah. then
1: also, then that leads to the question, what's the motive? There was no there was no physical abuse. There was no sexual abuse, no physical right. abuse. What would be their goal to, she has no ties to Los Angeles at all. She's from yeah. Canada. Yeah. Good point. It's not like the crazy boyfriend. Yeah. There's, there's just, there's so many loose ends with this story. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: that's interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's why I brought it to the table tonight. Yes.
0: Um,
1: I'm done. That's, right. that's my One conclusion. last
0: thing on my Packer story. Oh, I just discovered this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Students at the University of Boulder in Colorado named their brand new grill their cafeteria grill the alfred <laughs> packer <laughs> memorial grill and they had they had a plaque engraved that says the alfred packer memorial grill and on it it says have a friend for lunch in quotation marks <laughs> i am not making this up <laughs> there that's is an actual he is plaque not
1: lying he's on that is, the grill that says <laughs> the wow. Alfred Packer I'm surprised Memorial wow. grill. I'm surprised that was permitted have a friend for lunch I, yeah. I, I'm not saying I dislike it I love it I'm too, but I'm
0: shocked that it's, someone it's, would say that's okay
1: yeah I'm yeah I'm, that, I agree I'm shocked that the thumbs up was given to that it's
0: like hey let's make this highly offensive <laughs> cannibalistic grill <laughs>
1: <laughs> well <laughs> not even high, well yeah
0: well there there was another one in colorado that was a uh a restaurant and their slogan was we have been serving meat we have been serving humanity since 1870 <laughs> 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 there's oh apparently there's a lot of packer themed like restaurants apparently that is very um, interesting that's pretty funny yeah and one of their uh one of their top-selling burgers is the Canna Burger. <laughs> cannibal <laughs> Burger. Oh my! So, anyways, I thought that was funny. I had to share that the that fact was, they that named a, a grill ad. a grill you cook meat on mm-hmm. after a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I love it so. That's
0: awesome! Wow. All right. Well, thanks to all our listeners for listening to uh, Behind the Chainsaws. Oh,
1: yes. You should, Um, we should be everywhere where you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, behind the chainsaws.
0: Yep. So anyways. If we aren't
1: somewhere, you should tell us. Yes, please do. On select social media. Whichever one just makes your heart feel warm and joyful. Just saying. Happiness. With that... (laughs) Johnny, back to the basement. Go,
0: get, go, go. shoot, back, back <laughs> down. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> don't tell people bye. You don't deserve it. Get down. Back. Oh.
1: Back to the, he's going to get the hot shot. <laughs> You're going to get zapped. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. We've got to deal with Johnny. So good night, everyone.